Hello and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. Each one of us holds great potential, and tapping into that potential is my passion and my mission. Shock Your Potential is a global leadership training company dedicated to creating positive, productive, and profitable workplaces. We develop, nurture, train, and guide leaders at all levels and at all points in their career. Through this podcast, I get to interview amazing leaders who are shocking their own potential and the potential of those around them. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out my two best-selling books, Tell Me More, How to Ask the Right Questions and Get the Most Out of Your Employees, and Sales Mixology, Why the Most Potent Sales and Customer Experiences Follow a Recipe for Success. Join us now as we meet another great guest. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and like us today. Welcome back into the Side Hustle Room, where you know that I am interviewing amazing people, both for my app and for my podcast, and talking about their side hustles that either have become their full-time gig, people that want it to become their full-time gig, and frankly, some that just enjoy having a little extra spending money. But regardless, every guest I have had on here is is truly an entrepreneur and willing to take risks to make their dreams come true. So joining me today for this episode, I'm so excited because we have so much to talk about, is my friend and my fitness coach, Kelly Hogan. And she has a business called Fit Coaching, and that's with two T's. And uh, I'm going to say just, you know, I'll, I'm going to give a complete testimonial in here that that uh, working with you, not only have I known you for quite a while, which has been phenomenal, I love you as an entrepreneur and a businesswoman, but you helped me to get motivated to lose 18 pounds, 18 pounds, and get in the best shape of my life at 51, and we weren't even in the same state while we did this. So Kelly, thank you so much for joining me today. Yes, you're welcome. I'm super excited to be here and super excited that you're a walk and talk and testimonial. So that's pretty awesome as well. <laughs> and I know I, I should even show my before and after pics is part of this thing, but I just, nobody else needs to see me in my underwear. It's just not that good looking. <laughs> But there's no no denying the results when I put those pictures side by side every week of where I was 18 pounds ago and now where I am, I don't know how many weeks now because I've been maintaining for what, like three, four weeks. Yeah. So it's been a phenomenal journey. I can't wait to talk more about it. But tell us a little bit about your business and why fit coaching and you know what you're doing with this, why you why you started this fun little journey. Yes. Okay. Awesome. So um, basically, I always wanted to be a business owner and an entrepreneur, um, and I found myself running a kickboxing studio, a fitness kickboxing studio, got promoted through there, and then I went in with the current owner and then became a business owner. So that was my first you know, time being a business owner. I owned the kickboxing studio for about four years. Um, the other side I always liked was like motivating women and like helping women be better versions of themselves. Like that kind of life coach thing you hear was always like hoping that could fit in somehow. And I really enjoyed working with women in weight loss. Um, with kickboxing, however, 
you know, they come in, they kick box three days a week. That's 1% of their day. So yeah. then they go home, eat whatever they're going to eat, have the habits that they're going to have, and then they come back to yep. kickboxing. So I wasn't quite feeling like I was giving people results as quickly as they wanted or as I wanted. So um, I started doing some weight loss coaching with some clients and then really found a home with that. So um, started fit coaching in January this year. Um, and it was part online, part in person. And then when COVID happened, we just flipped to all online and I'm staying there. It can all be done online. So um, that's the pretty cool part about it. So yeah, that, that's a little bit of background about that. When we first met and you were uh, the co-owner with the kickboxing, several kickboxing studios, um, I remember one of the things that I was really impressed with you about was that you you were really focused on having all these inspirational messages, you know, your Instagram account, your Facebook posts, everything was about remembering, uh, especially, and I know you work primarily with women, um, but to remember that you're worth it. Mm -hmm. And no matter where you are or what weight you are, or what fitness level you are, you are worth it. You're a human being who has value. And I know that was part of your mission. And it, it really is clear to me now working with you um, through the 16 weeks that we worked on my and my plan was this, uh, you know, this sense of, um, pardon, my computer is deciding to make lots of fun noises. So, okay. you know, we'll deal with that in a minute. Um, but the sense of, you know, understanding how much the mental part plays when you are trying to deal with fitness and health. It is not just, here's a strategy and here's a plan and follow it and you're going to be 20 pounds lighter. Mm -hmm. It's, we got a lot of emotional stuff to dig through, you know? And so as you've been doing this now for six months and you've had some people with amazing results, I'm thrilled with my results. What are you learning about people's kind of resilience, their inner, the inner challenges that they're facing? Yeah. Yeah. So basically the, the clients who really open up about those things, we can solve it, work through it, and they get better results. Like for Michael, she would start some of her messages to me with confessions, Kelly. And I always <laughs> knew a confession was coming. So right, oh. being real that we're not perfect. You know, the, part of this is building this skill, like this skill of, of consistent tracking, of eating in a way that fuels your body, of, you know, working out consistently. So that's a skill and it, you're not going to be perfect at it. So the biggest thing is like, the inner resilience comes from like reflecting and learning yeah, and not yeah. seeing the challenge as, oh man, I messed up. So the whole day's gone, the week's gone, the year's gone. It was like, okay, this wasn't to plan. Why did this happen? You know, how can I set myself up better in the future? So it was awesome to hear clients go through that or share, hey, Kelly, here's where I'm getting stuck. And then we could get that taken care of. You know, that was the greatest awareness for me because I hadn't, you know, my weight had creeped up on me over the last few years and I am now in menopause. So, you know, I blamed a lot of where I was on that, on my low energy, on my weight gain, my, you know, inability to lose weight. But now that I look back and I've done, you know, those 16 hard weeks and now what my life is like now, which is vastly different. I realized how many stories I told myself because it felt comfortable um, and it gave me an excuse to not do the work. And then as I started to do the work and I couldn't have those excuses anymore, I really had to deal with, um, well, 
what are you going to choose? You know, so you're 51 years old. Are you going to choose to do this for the rest of your life and have an excuse for it? Or are you going to choose to be healthy? In which case it's going to be hard sometimes. <laughs> and I remember you saying, this is what hard feels like. And it wasn't until I really saw what hard looked like when I started to see the results. And I went, oh, well, it's not supposed to feel easy. It's supposed to challenge me because I have to change what I'm doing. Yep. And, and excuses, like even if you think you don't make excuses, I catch myself making excuses all the time. So having that coach or that person to kindly point out, Hey, you know, there's women who have five kids who figured out how to carve out time for themselves and have the body they want. They want, there are women who are 60, 70, 80 years old who went through menopause and they have figured out how to have the health and the body they want. So that like knowing that, is, is amazing and it's hard to do, you know, it really takes someone else sometimes pointing out or, or making you stay focused on the plan until you yes. see results and you do enough of the hard work. Like anyone can have the body that they want, you know, anybody can. Yes. And I think, you know, I've told you this number of times, but you know, having to get up every single day and take a picture of the scale um, and send it to you, you know, to, to take pictures of different things, you know, a, a sweaty selfie after a workout or, you know, what I was eating for my meal or what supplements I was taking to help with the process or, you know, those different pieces being accountable for something multiple times a day really made such a huge difference because not only was it accountable, but then it was support. And it wasn't support with somebody who lives with me, who doesn't necessarily want to say, do you really want to eat that? You know, because, <laughs> you know, he's going to get a smack in the arm, right? right? But to have you go, all right, Michael, I know that you just confessed to me that you had a piece of pizza. Now, if there's any pizza left, either have your husband eat it or put it in the freezer. <laughs> Yep. Yep. It's a balance and it, accountability is best delivered from someone who isn't close to you because then they can give you the tough love and the support and you yes. don't have the friendship or partner relationship. I mean, I don't listen to my partner with half the things he says. I love him. Someone else will tell me the same thing he told me. And he's always like, I just have to wait for you to hear about it from someone else. So exactly. I am not someone else. <laughs> exactly. So now that, you know, you've been doing this and you've merged this part, you know, where you love working with people on their fitness goals, as well as their weight goals, and you know, ideal and potential. So it's all about helping people achieve their potential. And I, I focus on the, you know, professional potential. you you focus on the personal potential, which also can mm -hmm. affect the professional. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But, you know, how do you feel this allows women to shock their own potential? Oh my gosh. It's everything that that's having health, like feeling good, feeling energized is what allows you to take on the day versus just feel like you're constantly playing catch up. And that comes from 80% nutrition. What's your fueling your body. And then the other 20% comes from moving your body and feeling stronger and having that, those endorphins. And I can speak to it when I'm taking care of my own health, my business flourishes when I'm not, I feel like I just can't get my footing. So, and I'm sure, you know, I can't speak to you, but I, I assume mm -hmm. having these changes affected your business in a positive way. So, and if it's not a business, your family, you show up better for your kids, for your husband, you know, you, you just are internally more alive. I so agree. And I think that, you know, when I saw your Facebook post about this and I don't know, in January, whenever I saw it, 
um, and then thought, well, I'm going to call her. I'm going to, I'm going to see what she's doing. Cause I'm always curious about what you're doing at that point in time, you know, middle of winter, you know, after the holidays, you've got all these things going and it's dark. And, and I was probably at one of the lowest places in terms of my energy, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, you got the mood issues, you got the weight issues, but my energy was so low and, you know, the first couple of weeks as we were kind of detoxing of sugars and all those, you know, other parts, fats and different things in, in my diet, I remember one day waking up going, I have an idea. Like it was a business idea and it was before COVID shut down, but I was like, there's an idea. And then later in the day, there's another idea. And I started having more energy because the more I was getting clear in my thoughts and the more ideas I had, the more excited I became. So when we had to go into a shutdown, what I was two and a half weeks or so into the beginning of this program, I remember thinking, okay, this is the perfect time for this. And it, it allowed me, I think the headspace to pivot my business at a time I had to, I could have the old, the old Michael, had she not been on this path, would have probably felt sorry for herself on a, for a month on the couch mm-hmm. instead of saying, okay, I'm going to feel sorry for myself for 12 hours. And now I'm going to say, what are you going to do? Mm. But I, I, I didn't have that mental space when I was still in the midst of not eating well and not exercising regularly. Yeah. Yep. That internal energy is fire. It's motivation. It helps you be quick witted. It helps you pivot. <laughs> and it's yeah. insane. When I first started this business, I had all this motivation and fire. And then about two months in, I w- it had taken over too much to the point where I wasn't practicing yes. what I preach and addressing my own health. Um, yes. And so then I had a, a realization about halfway through COVID, like, hey, Kelly, like if the thing you teach your clients, like you're not doing and you're waking up, you know, cloudy and just playing catch up. And then as soon as I addressed health concerns, got that accountability, got that nutrition plan, got my fitness plan waking up, spending the first hour of the day strategizing and coming up with ideas and taking actions. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. So what has, you know, you made a big shift deciding to sell your portion of the uh, kickboxing studio and transition to this. So it was really, you know, you went from a full-time to a full-time, but you know, this was a side hustle, you mm-hmm. know, in a sense, cause this was a whole brand new opportunity, but what has it meant for you both personally and professionally to take a leap like this and go and just go all in. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So professionally, I've had to grow a lot because I was part of, you know, a huge two studios, 15 staff, two other owners. So I was part of the whole and I went right to being the whole, (laughs) you know, I started, built myself to 60 clients and then hired a coach and I'm building her to 60 clients. So just growth, constant growth of my character, of my skills, Um, that's the professional side and the personal side, so much more fulfillment, honestly, like getting to talk to women. And I have, I say women a lot, but I do have a couple of dudes and they are crushing it. So, (laughs) but getting to talk to women just really help them feel better. Uh, it's more in line with what I wanted. You know, I had all those messages before, but I, my career wasn't necessarily as in line with that. You know, I, I was, I wasn't directly in it. And now here with this, I am. And what's awesome is I'm teaching my coach how to do it. And then I'm going to have a bunch of coaches who have these skills. So then the leadership comes in, which is great too. So yeah, personally fulfilled and professionally just massive growth, like grow or die. You have to grow or else, you know, I started this business and then COVID hit and it's like, okay, now grow, you know, now post COVID, okay, grow. So that that's been awesome. 
Exactly. And I do, you do, uh, we do talk about you with women, but it is true too, because my husband wasn't signed up with you, but he got signed up with you because, you know, he, he did everything I did. And so he's lost, I think 13 pounds now. Yes. And, and we have certain things that we do. So every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we get up and do a run. And so we have, you know, we used to do it every other day, but now, you know, we do bike rides and things on the weekends, but we, and then every other day we're not running, we're taking a walk. So we are now working out seven days a week together awesome. and we do it together. And it's, you know, it's funny because this morning, um, last time before we went to bed, I said, gosh, it's going to be really hot and humid tomorrow. Uh, we need to get up early. So we set the clock back, you know, the alarm back 15 more minutes. And then afterward, I thought, you know what, we really need to set it 15 more back because there's more I want to accomplish during my day. And now that we're doing that, I'm so effective on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And I'm still pretty good on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but man, starting yeah. out my day with that exercise and exercise with, in my case, with a partner where we're aligned on the same goals and we're working towards how we eat together and work together and live together. Um, it's really, it's just been phenomenal. What a way to have, to build a partner in there and have them benefit from it as well. Yes. And like your partner right away jumped on, but sometimes the partners will be a little bit, not hesitant, but they kind of hinder progress almost. But yep. mm -hmm. a good thing with these long-term, after about three to four weeks, partners will be like, okay, you know, my wife or girlfriend is not going to stop. She's still planning her meals. She's still doing all this. So how can I be supportive? <laughs> so then yeah. they start to kind of jump in later, usually is what I see. <laughs> so, you know, I told the, our big laugh was, you know, my big, the biggest challenge for me was moving from regular beer to like, you know, Michelob Ultra and all those things. And uh, I uh, slowly, my husband is, he won't drink it the whole time, but he's adding those in and he's like, these aren't bad. I'm like, no. And they're a whole lot less carbs and calories. <laughs> so we're adapting in many ways. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so if somebody, um, obviously we're going to have all your contact information, but if somebody's listening and they say, Hey, I want to know how I might do that or what, how I might get involved in that. What are the best, what's the best way for them to find you? Yeah. So Instagram and Facebook, Instagram would be Kelly fit with two T's and then 33 and then Facebook, the business page is fit coaching one word and two T's and it's a flame emoji. So I think there might be a couple. So those are the two. <laughs> and then you can message me, just message me and I'll set up a call. We'll talk about your goals, what you want to make happen. Everything's very personal and individual. So everyone has different timelines. Like for Michael's goal, her time was 16 weeks. Um, so whatever you're, you talk to me about what you want to make happen and then we'll chat timelines and then we'll get it rocking. Yep. So if somebody, you know, needs to lose some in a certain amount of time before a wedding or a big event, there's one kind of path or you have more to lose, you want to do it. It's another kind of path. You've got a lot of different things that will work with a lot of different people. Yep. Yep. We got a couple of weight gain bulking people at the moment too, who are looking to put on more pounds, you know, their metabolism revs up and they want to add more muscle. So really whatever you want to make happen physically, you know, we can get it done. Wow. I love it. Very good. And I, like I said, you've been very, very motivating. And in fact, I thought about you today because when I uh, had my lunch today, I thought it's so interesting how I eat now and how much, you know, protein I eat and, you know, how many vegetables. I was never a lettuce person and I, I eat a salad for lunch at least five days out of seven. Yes. And I've never done that. Never done that. And I crave it now. I crave, you know, cabbage and lettuce and leafy greens and all different things. And I never craved those before. So clearly you've done something to me. 
And what's so great about it is over enough time, you just started to crave it and want it. And it just became part of you, part of how you eat something. Your pictures, the food you would send me were just covered in colors, you know, peppers and berries. Like you took your joy of cooking and then made it work for you. And so oftentimes people try to follow a really rigid diet that isn't them. And then they fall off after a couple of weeks. They can't maintain it. So if you have a coach, you have that accountability, then you can tailor it to what you enjoy and then you can do it for the long haul. You know, Michael's been out four weeks and of, with my program and she's still making changes, still sending yeah. me occasional scale picks as she hits new lows. So I love it. <laughs> you know, that's, I never thought of that. I'll tell you in my life, I can't tell you how many diet books or diet plans I bought where they're like, okay, here's what you eat for the next seven days. And I'd be so exhausted trying to make those meals and I never enjoyed them, but you know, with working with you and you're like, okay, here's the parameters, do whatever you want with it. I had so much flexibility and I have incorporated probably 10 new like go-to meals that I, they're just easy, but they're beautiful and they're delicious. And I enjoy the process of putting them together. And I really enjoy the process of eating them. Yeah. Yep. That's what it's about. That hundred percent. You need some structure, you know, but mm -hmm. you need flexibility in that structure because we're human beings and we want creativity and we want to be not ultra limited. You know, you do need some, but not, you know, so much that you, that you're just stuck in this thing that you really, you know, don't want to be in. Yeah, absolutely. So my last main question for you is, you know, over all the different ways and, and renditions that you've been an entrepreneur, you know, what's the greatest lesson that you have learned being an entrepreneur? Oh, greatest lesson that I have learned. My, I'm, there's so much I feel like I'm still learning. <laughs> like, I don't feel like there's any lesson that has quite been like tied in a bow. Like I got that. But yeah. I will say consistency is always coming through, you know, setting up systems and being consistent is how you really scale, you know? So setting up systems for your health and being consistent. Over time that compounds and you where you wanna, you're where you wanna be. So same thing with business, you know, anything I've, done i always try to create a system and then bring in team members to try to teach them and then it's a scalable model so in the beginning when it's just you think about how you can scale it um so those would kind of be my two consistency and scalability but there's so much <laughs> just always always lessons flying at me <laughs> you know and i think that's a really good point too i was just had an interview with somebody else earlier and she said you know you should never ask anybody what's one thing that you would take away and then as i as asking you i was like that's what i'm asking i need to change the question uh, or you know not the one but what is one yeah because yeah, you're right being an entrepreneur you're constantly learning things yeah some that you're doing well and some that you're not doing well and if you're learning you're at least adapting Yep. The greatest thing about being an entrepreneur, I like this question, so I'm going to ask it to myself, is freedom of choice. So I might be working 60 hours a week, but I'm working on something I'm passionate about and I'm choosing to do that. You know, Or if I want to take a trip, I create those conditions that I'm able to take a trip. So it's so powerful. You know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs like seek that freedom of choice. Which That's is my, really good. My In fact, that kind of came to a, a head for me today. Um, that I finally put this in the right term. Somebody invited me to a meeting tomorrow night at 7 p.m., a yeah, virtual meeting. And I thought, I thought about it and I thought, you know, no matter whether I was an entrepreneur or working for a company, um, I've always had the uh, tendency to work too much. Mm -hmm. And 
it's really important to me that this time around where, where I am, that I maintain balance and that my personal life is protected. Mm -hmm. So I went back to him and I said, I really appreciate the invitation to this, um, but it is my policy that I do not take any meetings unless they are critical business meetings for me after five o'clock. Now, if you told me it was at 7 a.m. or 6 a.m., I'd be there because mm -hmm. I will start my day as early as I need to. But by five o'clock on, unless it is business critical, I'm going to have that time be for me and my family. Yeah. And it felt really good to say that out loud. I've been trying to operate that way, but saying it out loud felt so powerful to say, you can still run a kick-ass company and you can still have a kick-ass life. Yep. <laughs> yes, 100%. You said you set your own boundaries and you have to set boundaries or else it will take over your life. Yeah. I use Google calendar and I have exact time, you know, family time, like Sunday family time, no matter what I'm not taking sales. I'm not doing coaching calls. Sundays is that. And then I feel so refreshed. I can take over the other six days, you know, and I'll pop in a group and they're posting, Oh, you know, I worked Sunday and I, you know, generated this much more revenue, seven days a week, hashtag blah, 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 you know? And I'm like, nope, not for me. Congratulations to you. But like, this is my, this is what allows me to perform my best and then show up my best. And I think people respect that honesty without a doubt. <laughs> well, Kelly, any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my uh, listeners and viewers? Oh man, just go after what you, go after what you want. There, you're gonna feel fear no matter what. I feel fear every single day, <laughs> like every day. I'm in this by myself. What if every client quits? What if you know a national pandemic happens? But you feel that fear and then you keep taking action anyway, despite that fear. And you get more comfortable feeling it and it doesn't affect you so much. You know, you can also go worst case scenario. Hey, what if all of this happens? You know, guess what? I can always live with my dad, you know? <laughs> Plenty of words. So if you tell yourself the worst case, you're not as afraid of it. So those are, those are my, my nuggets, I would say. I love it. Well, thank you for joining me again. It's been a pleasure. I can't wait to continue to see how your journey evolves. I know. Come visit. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> awesome, Michael. Have a good day. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and like our podcast. And for more information, find us at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com.